Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is KJ Blandbauer. She is a dress designer, publicist, and author. KJ, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So dress designer. <laughs> yes. How, how old were you when you knew that you had this talent or interest or, 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 or skill to, to design things, this creative side of you? I think I always knew I was a little creative when I was younger. I think I, it was, I think that back then they called it, you know, walking to the beat of a different drummer. Like you weren't going to be an accountant. Um, numbers <laughs> maybe weren't your thing. Uh, but I, I didn't embrace it until 40. So um, I'm a little late to the game. It's, it's a new thing for me. It's kind of a second phase after almost 25 years in publicity and public relations. So even hearing you say it and call me a dress designer, I don't feel official yet because I'm still in the launch and the production stages, but proof that you can do anything no matter what you put your mind to at any age. Yeah. No, but again, one of the most important things people always say, oh, you got to fake it to make it. I'm like, no, you believe what you are on the inside before you become who you are on the outside. So for you, I commend the poet and you're official to me, you know? And, and, it's, and it's so funny and telling, right? Because I had a friend who was super into fashion. She used to work for Kenneth Cole. And when I asked her, you know, why do girls, and I know some guys do like fashion too, but like, you know, generally speaking, I said, why do girls love fashion? And for her, she just said, fashion is wearable art. And when she said that, I'm like, wow, that's, that's actually a great way to look at things. And for you, even though you're saying you're doing it now, but frankly, you're a publicist, right? So what do publicists do? They bring attention to your client, but for you, literally, you're wearing art. I'm looking at your LinkedIn profile now. It's a very beautiful dress. So I just think it's awesome where maybe it doesn't seem like it's in alignment, but at least from my perspective, it is, you know? So tell us about your publicist world and, and how you got into that. Sure. I was, um, as a child, I was the kid that talked too much in class. As a teenager, <laughs> I was a girl who talked too much on the phone. And I always loved writing, journal upon journal upon journal of like all of my deep angst as a teenager. Um, so when I, it was time to pick what you wanted to do for a living, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. Lawyers got to write a lot. They got to talk. I, I went to school for communications. I was going to take a semester off. I was going to go back to law school. I took my first law class and I hated it. I hated the arguing. I hated everything about it, but I knew I was really good at being persuasive. So I think we had maybe a two-week span at my college where we covered public relations and I decided that's what I wanted to be. I want to promote things for people. I want to help them spread their message and share their dreams. How cool is that? You know, I'm going to rub elbows with celebrities and I'll lay by the pool. I'm going to get to go all these fancy places. Um, but then I couldn't find a PR job in the fancy fashion and um, health and beauty world. So I started in tech. I literally started in tech PR writing tech manuals for floppy disks of all things, if you can remember what those are. I know, um, yeah. uh, so I started in the tech industry with a PR agency called Fleshman Hillard. They were all around the world. So I got to work with tons of clients. That was amazing. I went to one of my clients, US Bank for a few years. I went back to the PR world and worked in agencies. Um, and then I was the director of public relations for Lifetime Fitness for six years. And I was the first person that helped them proactively promote what was going on in their clubs. 
um, and proactively have a plan for promoting their events because they have about 3,500 a year. So for a long time, I was the girl you went to if you wanted to promote your marathon or half marathon or 5K or cycle class. Um, in doing that, I learned that no one knows how to promote themselves, especially <laughs> small businesses and brands, the people yeah. who need the publicity the most. Yeah. And so I was always doing things on the side for my girlfriends. And finally, I decided it was time to take a leap and do everything for myself. And I started my own agency that just helps small businesses and brands get their message out there. Yeah, that's great. Again, your story is an inspiration for all of us because, like I said, all of us have to start somewhere. I remember I was 23 years old. I, had, I was living in a basement apartment, $400 in College Point, Queens. And I just remember when I file for my sole proprietorship and you have to put you know your actual company name in a magazine to show proof and I just I put that on a plaque you know I I, I, I I was like happy I hadn't made any money yet but it's just that one realization that you have that I'm an entrepreneur you know so for you same thing KJ or people listening it's like you really have to just do it and then live it and then just say it to everyone so it might sound weird in the beginning, but the more you say it and do it, then it becomes real. So for the people listening, you're a great example, KJ, of again, having various divergent paths in life, but frankly, every entrepreneur has divergent paths. Like whether you're looking at Apple, you have all these various projects and products, but if you look at your life, KJ, again, like from where you studied to what you thought about law, but hopefully our guests can see inspiration in your life and your journey, because again, it's not one way or the other way. It's just following that internal compass, which we all have. So what are some things that you did do to promote Lifetime or, or some of your clients, like specific strategies that any entrepreneur can, can utilize to publicize themselves? Well, I think the first thing is they need to look close to home. Everyone is so worried about launching new things and having new news and what's new, what's newsworthy. I think the, the main thing that they can do is write down the 10 to 12 questions that they get asked all the time by customers, potential customers, family, and friends. Those are what you should be pitching. Those are the things you should be promoting. Those are the things you should be writing about on your website. Those are the questions people really want to know. Why would you not use that to fuel and talk about? What's when we have our own businesses or brands, we see the same things every single day, right? So to us, it's not new, but to people that aren't us, it's brand new, it's exciting, it's things they wanna hear about. And so if people are questioning you all the time, make sure that you focus on those answers. That's what you should be using as your key area of expertise. Um, I also think there's a free resource called Help a Reporter Out. Yeah. It's helpareporter.com yeah. and everyone should be on that no matter what. They should be responding to those things left, right and center, anything remotely close to their area of expertise because you can get some great press um, from from just a simple response to an email. So why would you not do that? It's free. The yeah. other thing is definitely have a press page on your website, have a professional bio, have one or two professional headshots that people can copy and paste um, and have all the press where you've been featured, no matter what it is right there, because people are gonna see you're an expert, whether they hire you for speaking or writing or doing their marketing, they wanna see where you've worked before, they need that third party validation, and nothing is better than having a press page right there, official and professional for them. Yeah, that's great. So I just wanna share with our guests that Katie just dropped a, a super gem of awesomeness, meaning the help a reporter out. That's actually what I tell my clients too. Literally, you go on there, you can either type in journalist or source. And so you have all these journalists from all these big publications where they send out emails a few times a day in various categories. And if you sign up as a source, which again is free, you can just hit them up. And I've had many clients, including myself, actually have used that. So please, please, please utilize that where this literally was a, 
a gem. And, and I often have to like stress that we have all these amazing guests and they drop all this great knowledge. I'm like, yo, let's stop right there. <laughs> what Katie just said is super important. Cause again, you chose to share a website that if they choose to use that, they can literally build their brand. They can be featured on Fox and Wall Street Journal. And to stress that no one cares what you say unless you catch their attention. And so when you're featured on these magazines and publications, they will care more. And that's the world we live in, especially in these social media craziness that we're in. So one final question, KJ, is given that we are in this inundation of social media and everyone's on a smartphone, what's the biggest difference now between, let's say, when you first started? Like, what, what can we do more, less, or, or is it similar in terms of the social media publicism aspect of it? Oh, I think now there's, there's no excuse not to be promoting and publicizing yourself. You have so many platforms. When I first started, we had to look things up in a physical book, like paper <laughs> cuts were a real problem. There, the internet really wasn't there. You have email, you have your phone, you have all of your social media platforms. You can respond to a reporter on Twitter and get yourself featured in the Wall Street Journal tomorrow. It's that easy. Um, there's really no excuse for you not to be using your own platforms and platforms like help a reporter to move yourself forward and get your message out there. Now again, help a reporter out, help a reporter out, help a reporter out. It's a great website. KJ, how can our guests learn more about you and, and have you design their dresses as well as publicize their company? Um, they can find me on my website. It's kjblattenbauer.com and that's K-J-B-L-A-T-T-E-N-B-A-U-E-R.com. Um, I am also on LinkedIn as KJ Blattenbauer. Great. KJ, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you.